Hey y'all, welcome back for another episode of the Faith is Fashionable podcast. Quick reminder, our main newsletter, the FIF edit, is live on our website. So be sure to click the link in the show notes to have a copy sent directly to your inbox. And y'all, please do me a favor. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, rate, and leave me a review. If the podcast has been a blessing to you, if you enjoy the podcast, please give us a review. Stretch my hands to you. Can y'all believe we're at episode 10 already? Y'all don't understand. Like, this has really been a process like it's just been an opportunity to just grow and evolve weekly so I have a treat for y'all today I'll be interviewing the amazingly brilliant and beautiful R.E.M. Cassette and I wanted to get comfortable with you guys and, and build something with you guys before I decided to bring a guest on but when I sat down and thought about guests I knew that R.E.M. would be the first person that I brought on the show like I really admire the woman that she is how she handles her business, how she keeps God first, and how she operates with integrity at all times. She's a real estate developer and investor, the CEO of AK Development, the author of How to Take Your Financial Health Seriously, a girl boss, and a great friend. So without further ado, please welcome my good sis, R.M. Cassette to the show. Welcome to the Faith is Fashionable podcast, Ariam. Thank you for having me. Hello, everybody. So tell us a little bit about your brands and what you do. Uh, So AK Development is a real estate development, but it's one of those uh, businesses that is not only focused on real estate, but it has a way of developing communities as well as personal development. Because as a real estate developer, what I learned was that um, it was one thing to put in $25 million projects or even you know, develop properties, but the people that we're developing for were not always prepared for it. So that kind of just gave me a multifaceted kind of process in how I do my business. That's good because when you think about real estate, you think about money. Yeah. When people invest in real estate, they're doing it for the money. And the first thing you said was the people. Like, why the people? Like, why is it important for you to think about people when you do business? I guess when you're doing business, you're usually addressing the... Um, issue in itself right so when I think of real estate I think of not just the money of course there's money with real estate but it's always the smartest way of investing is understanding the people that you're developing for Um, so as a mental health service provider coming out of college I got a degree in business but I focus mainly in the community and mental health side of work and which then led me to kind of seeing the bigger issue and the bigger picture around real estate um and I, you know, families we were working with had a lot of issues with housing and we couldn't address, um, I guess, lack of better words, we couldn't necessarily address the um, housing issue if the families weren't stable or the, the mental health issues if the families weren't stable. So it was one of those things where, well, why don't we just buy properties and, and house our families? It was, I guess, lack of better word, naive kind of thinking, but it was one of the smartest thinking one could have gone through because it is made me who I am today in 2020. Okay. So we have so much that we can hop into with yeah. um, I am the businesswoman. The thing about my friend is she wears many different hats. Mm-hmm. But let's go in first with the faith aspect of your life. Absolutely. Because again, the title of this episode is Wisdom to Wealth. So how, first of all, when did you first develop a relationship with God? Like how old were you? Who influenced that relationship? 
Um, so I had a very different upbringing than a, maybe a lot of people have. I didn't necessarily go to a church to find a God, right? Um, I think for me it was when I was young in Eritrea where I spent a lot of time with my grandmother um, going, you know, she would wake me up to go to the bakery shop with her in the morning, but then we would stop by at a church and pray and then pick up bread, right? So I was, what, three, four years old at that time? Uh, what then led me to kind of understanding uh, faith in itself on a larger scale. And I think I got saved at 14. Wow. So I have, and it was one of those decisions I made by myself, didn't know what the reason for it was. I just knew that if, so, if I were to leave this earth, I needed to have a place I was going to. And you felt that at 14? Absolutely. Nobody influenced that? Nobody. Wow. So, um, and I think as faith is one of those things where it comes with experience, right? So, like I said, by the time I was seven, I was in a completely different country, and now I'm in America, right? So you have to have faith to make sure that that's going to be a success. Right. So for me, faith was never a physical situation. It was more of the mindset to believe that regardless of what's going on in your life, that you have to believe that God is there to protect you in all of your situations. Absolutely. I never heard that before because when you think of faith and it's like the substance of things hoped for, yeah. it really is a mindset. Not, it is. I've never heard anyone say it's a mindset. So everything about you is a mindset. Yeah, It's it a has wealth to be. Mindset, mindset, a growth mindset. Like what led you to the point that you realized that you wanted to focus on mindset and that's what led your life? Um, I would have to say, I don't know if there was any particular situations. I would have to go back to, again, my upbringing, right? So my mother and father were very uh, militant. So they were both soldiers of the war. Um, and I think growing up, um, I've always, always told that your life is as big as your mind, right? Um, and with that being said, what led me to then understand is when I was born, I was sick, very sick to the point where my family didn't think I was actually going to live. Wow. But it was one of those situations that things like that had to happen for faith to be real. Right. Not that it had to be traumatic, but it was one of those things where if something bad happened and something good came of it, then it was a shift that had to happen mentally for anybody or even myself to accept it. Right. So we don't know why things happen the way there's the way that they happen, but I do know that faith has kept me in a very healthy way, right? So it kept me from drugs, it kept me from uh, promiscuous behaviors that were not of me because the more faith I had as a person, the better I became. Right. Um, and faith comes with understanding that you don't have control of a lot of things, but what you do have control is of yourself and your mind. And that's really good because faith is actually what has us sitting here right now. Like, my faith led me to be able to trust the plan that God had for me and to trust my purpose and to just, like, go for it and, like, start this podcast. So, listen, we can sit here and talk about faith yeah. all day because, like, faith is everything to me. So, when it comes to your faith, how does your faith play a part in the choices and like the moves you make in your business? Um, that's a good question. So I guess faith is one of those things where not I guess. So faith is something that you can do everything in your power to try to bypass it, but it's impossible, right? Because no matter how many friends you have, no matter how many family members that are there to support you, a lot of them came out of faith systems anyways, right? So in order for me to have faith in 
this move, the next move, and any move, one, you have to have an understanding. And then two, um, I would definitely say that it played a role in a way where I didn't have a choice. And, and I mean that in a very good way because I never knew anything else that could support my endeavors if I didn't have faith, right? So when I quit my job, I had to have faith in doing that. Right. Uh, when I left my family when I was 17 to move out on my own, that was I had to have faith in myself and knowing that God put me here to be able to not only um, successfully complete my task, but also understanding that wherever I'm going is not a place I've been to, so I have to have faith, right? That's really good, am. See, the thing about faith is faith can go either this way or that way. You know, faith Absolutely. will, you know, give us hope to keep holding on, knowing that things are going to get better for us, mm-hmm. knowing that things are going to work in our favor. But also your faith can be tested. Absolutely. So on our last episode, we talked about the importance of being relentless and having a relentless faith, Absolutely. faith, not giving up keep pushing having the courage to stay strong when things might not go your way Mm -hmm. so for those of my listeners who might be interested in getting into real estate or interested in starting their own business interested in entrepreneurship what type of advice can you give for someone who might have a deal that they thought was going to go well Mm -hmm. but it ended up going left and it could kind of like have you doubt God or have you doubt like, dang, should I keep going or um, should I keep believing this is going to happen to me? Like, how do you pick yourself up or how do you keep going when a deal or an opportunity falls through? Uh, my favorite quote I would have to see, you don't reap when you while you're sowing, right? right? So I think an idea comes to mind today, May of 2020, right? But sometimes the idea does not come to fruition two years from now. So with faith, you also have to have patience. But patience, and it's one of those things where, as people, I think we are systematically rushing our process. Right. Right? Absolutely. So a purpose is a bigger picture than having a bunch of friends or a bunch of people in your life because your purpose gives you that fundamental foundation that you need to be able to go to the next steps of your life, right? That's good. So I hope y'all caught that. So mm-hmm. since it's saying basically, you know, things can go wrong, deals can time. fall through, Out opportunities time. may not happen, but when you operate in purpose, the purpose will keep you going. Absolutely. So that's really, really good. So real estate developer, mm-hmm. life coach, author, like what? Like you wear so many hats, but you do it like gracefully. And I know a lot of people, especially with what's going on today with the coronavirus, people are trying to figure out like, how can I do more? Like I now know that I can't um, live off one source of income. Yeah. Like, I need to try to start building something for myself. Like what type of advice can you give people in that predicament right now? I would say, you know, be smart about your investments, right? So I wrote a book called How to Take Your Financial Health Seriously because it wasn't my impulsive spending that made me who I am right this moment, especially during the pandemics. I mean, I got in, real estate doesn't stop regardless of what's going on in the world, to be honest with you. So um, I we bought properties around this time and we're constructing now. Not be, because I didn't allow a system to tell me how things are supposed to move, right? That's good. Faith is my leader. 
And God put me on this earth to make sure that I deliver. And if it's something that's in my core, which is my gut, which is part of my first brain, then I don't question that because it came from my higher power and therefore I need to make sure I deliver. That's good. Um, one thing I noticed um, just hanging around you and mm-hmm. just like absorbing your energy, we, we spend a lot of time together, is you're a risk taker. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like you're a risk taker. I remember when you were um, telling me, what? how old were you when you bought your first property? 21. And you were 21 and you did that deal cash, mm-hmm. right? And then from there, you just kept accumulating more properties. And yep. then now you're investing in other young entrepreneurs. And you're taking even, you know, bigger risks with, you know, dropping your first book mm-hmm. and curriculums and all of that. Like, where do you get the confidence to do this? Because, like, in our community, we're big on confidence. Like, confidence is key. Like, yeah. confidence keys. We drop them every week. Like, confidence is everything. And I feel like faith and confidence goes hand in hand because faith is basically confidence in God but you also have to have that self-confidence so where do you get the confidence to like take the risk and just like keep pushing yourself to be the highest version of you um faith <laughs> right so I would say the confidence actually comes from understanding um if you don't have enough information about something it's hard to go in a room and, and communicate with confidence um so I think creating that understanding helped me become a little more confident um, but also just getting out there and doing it, right? Because you, like I said, a lot of places that we're going is not a place a lot of us have been to. Right. So faith has to be one of the core foundation, but also understanding that a lot of our issue as specifically as African-Americans is the very things we cannot change. I cannot change my skin color. I cannot change these things, right? So why concern myself the very things that I can't change and focus on what I can change and become better, right? So I didn't invest cash because I wanted to. It was a situation where I went to lenders and had all the credits and all the finances, and they weren't interested in a little black girl. So I had to prove to myself how serious or how um, confident I wanted to be and literally just took the risk. And the rest is history. Wow. So what does wealth mean to you? Um, wealth is to be able to do the very things that I enjoy. So wealth for anybody could be different. Wealth could be, um, for me specifically, is the fact that I have the time, right? So wealth gave me time. Um, time to be able to be with my friends, time to be with my family, but also understanding that wealth gave me experience and wisdom, right? So people say I need money, but you don't necessarily know what you need it for. So I didn't go get money to pay bills. I went and got money to experience. Um, And the experiences gave me the confidence that I have today. Yeah, that's what's up, R.E.M. So they say real estate is the number one way to build wealth, right? But in order for you to do it the right way or on a high level the way you're doing it, you need to know the difference between an asset and a liability. So can you break that down for us real quick? Yeah, so a liability is anything that you have to come out of pockets for every month personally. An asset technically, and this is just a simple form, right? So an asset is something that brings you an income with the particular product that you have, right? So I had to get to a point where buying a single family house personally for me was not an asset unless I had an opportunity to generate wealth from it, right? So real estate is one of those things where people say you build generational wealth, but you have to understand what that means, right? right? 
So you can buy a million dollar property today. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's an asset because if it doesn't bring you the necessary income, then it's really not an asset. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, a car, for example, cars are considered to be a liability but um, as you and I are doing right now is we're renting our vehicles on hire car and we're, be, we're able to create opportunities for other people to get to where they need to go, right? Now that car then turned into an asset because it's not just sitting parked, it's working and it's producing you money. And that goes back to us as black people, we're, you know, we were always considered an asset because we were a product that brought income. Now we've become consumers, so that's considered to be a liability. That's good. Um, honestly, I just have to tell you that um, being around you has definitely made me a better woman. Um, I've definitely stepped my mindset game up. Like, I definitely take note of the assets and the liabilities in my life. And just so y'all know, some of y'all friends can be some liabilities. Like Absolutely. You, you listen, that's a whole nother episode, but you need to really assess your assets and liabilities in your life and your circle. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely an asset to my life. And I just want you to know You're that. an asset to mine. <laughs> so we work together. I love what you said about what wealth means to you. Mm-hmm. Because I think when people think wealth, they think, oh, money, oh, buildings, oh, um, houses. Or, you know, you don't think that having time to be able to spend with your loved ones is considered wealth. You don't think of being healthy. Health is wealth. Um, so <laughs> when people listen to this episode, I want them to definitely walk away with the wisdom, everything you brought to the table with like real estate and mindset and making good decisions, mm-hmm. but also knowing that being wealthy is really a mindset. Yeah. So can you give us three tips to live a wealthier life or three tips to just have a wealthy mindset? Um, So the first tip would be pay attention where you're getting your information from, right? And don't be afraid to ask those questions because if you've never been there, you have to ask questions, right? Right. Um, No question is a dumb question. Questions asked is powerful. Um, The second advice I would give is take time for your mind, right? Mm -hmm. Understanding that any and everything that you put into your mind has a way of controlling you. Um, and then the third advice would have to be take risk, mm-hmm. right? Take risk in a way that is driven by faith and not by everybody else, if that makes any sense. And understand who you are as a person so that you know what your risk tolerance are, right? Um, and I, I would love to just leave you guys off with that and saying, you know, just take risk. Who cares? If you've never been there, that's part of, you know, figuring it out, right? And having faith and allowing faith to lead you in your next endeavors. That is so good. Thank you. Thank you so much, am for letting me interview you for episode Absolutely. 10 of the Faith is Fashionable podcast. Let my listeners know where they can find you, how they can get in touch with you. Um, you yes, so we're at on on Instagram. We're at Mind Control Twenty One. Um, website is akdevmke.com. Reach out to us. Let us know how we could assist you. Um, and if there's anything that we can do in assisting your real estate endeavors as well as your financial endeavors, and also check us out on Amazon. Right. So we're also selling books that talk about how to train your mindset how to get you to a point of understanding yourself so that you can take all these beautiful risks that we have in this world. And, you know, take the time to understand what your purpose is. Not everybody has the same purpose, and that's okay. 
So on Amazon, this is Ariam's book, How to Take Your Financial Health Seriously. Search it, pick it up, support her, follow her on Instagram, check out AK Development. And thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 10 of the Faith is Fashionable podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, rate and review the podcast, and we will see you guys next week. Love y'all. Thank you. Stretch my hand.